This is Jonathan McCoy. And Samantha Swift. And we're with McCoy Jewelers in downtown Dubuque, Iowa. And this is Alchemix episode six. Carl down at Seven Hills Brewery, and we have a great show for Alchemix uh, today. We have Samantha and Jonathan from McCoy, and uh, yeah, so we're going to talk to them about what they do locally, what they keep local, and how they help the local community with some great charity uh, work that they do. But first, we're going to talk about the cocktail that we have, and this is Straw Dog in It. This is a cocktail I've had for six years. I thought it's a great dessert-based cocktail. So we have uh, vanilla vodka, um, liquor 43, uh, a fresh strawberry puree that I make, and then heavy whipping cream mixed into the cocktail, and then that's some nice white chocolate on top. One time I had a uh, customer, she asked me if it was cheese. <laughs> but Parmesan. I was Parmesan, right? But I was like, are you from Wisconsin? She goes, how could you tell? Not the brightest crayon in the box but you know but cheers That's guys wonderful. thanks for coming down oh, here we go. he did oh, it again <laughs> so this is the second time we've done this because the first time was my fault but he spilled the drink both times Same exact. <laughs> it's so full it's really good it's amazing. That didn't it's happen. One of my favorite. That, that's, it's like it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad guests clean up after themselves. Uh-huh. Less work for me. Yeah I don't know. I just when people ask me what it tastes like I just say an adult strawberry milkshake. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's definitely a drink that I would get 10 out of 10 times. <laughs> yeah. After meal, you know. Yeah. You know, even Kind of that, a replacement of like um, a grasshopper or something like that. Right. You know. Because this is it's way nice. easier to make than a grasshopper or like a golden Cadillac or a pink squirrel because blending ice cream drinks suck really bad. Oh, it takes so much time too. Yeah. The bar I used to work at, we only had one blender and we'd have people that are older that know those drinks. They'd order each one. I'm like, it's 20 minutes. It's going to take me. Because I have to clean this blender out each yeah. time for your different cocktail. Either you get the same one or none at all. <laughs> but, they probably didn't like that. No, but, you know, I mean, when your whole bar is completely filled with people spending over $100 and they got to wait over 30 minutes for their cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. Most people understood, but, you know. This is really good. Yeah. Awesome. One of my favorites. It's a nice mix. Sure. Awesome. But you guys can keep drinking during the, during the episode, obviously we don't have to stop. But Less spilling. Less spilling. I think it would do all right this time. <laughs> she your straw or sippy <laughs> Next time. <laughs> On to your questions. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I've heard that you guys uh, do some great local charity work in town with yes. uh, donations of jewelry or something like that. How about you explain on? Yeah. yeah. So, we are in our 46th year of business. Last wow. year was our 45th anniversary and... For that, Jonathan and his wife, Jennifer, thought it would be a great opportunity for us to donate $45,000 worth of custom jewelry that was made in shop. Um, And it went to local nonprofits in the tri-state areas. And how it worked is people voted for the charity of their choice between two each month on social media. And the winner won that prize. And at the end of the year, we had kind of a consolation round for those who were unable to win the month that they were featured in. They had an option to win three of them. And then we also had grand prize winners as well in December. So overall, I think we had a total of... 16, 17 different prizes um, with multiple different organizations represented. And it was a really fun event. It brought a lot of people down to just kind of see the jewelry. And um, we look forward to doing something similar at our 50th anniversary. Right. And so 
how have you guys been informed with like let's say whoever won February or March or whatever like that what they did with it to like you know raise the funds with it I mean did they do creative things like yeah you guys they did, did? A, a lot of them used them um, have silent auctions okay. or they have charity events um, uh, black and white ball uh, you know there's various uh, events that happen uh, in the tri-state area so it's, sure. it's really nice to to see them incorporating this and uh, we were at one for one of the local nonprofits and I mean it went for like double the amount right. of the value of the piece because someone was able to give to charity but also they ended up with something so it was it was great to see so much funds generated right uh, for for something like that so um, we were we were just super thrilled right what were some of the um, businesses that were able to Win, I guess. Win yeah. Profit, yeah. So we did the Convivium won an amazing um, necklace and ring set. Yeah. We had Hills and Dales, and they were actually our grand prize winner. So they won in the month that they were featured in, and then they won again in December. Oh, wow. So they won two different beautiful prizes St. Mark's Youth Enrichment Center. Um, opening doors, make a wish. I'm missing so many, but well, right, there yeah. was it was a really wide range of different ones. I know um, all, that all local, all right. local. All city. Yeah. None of them were like a national thing to where it wasn't necessarily going completely towards what they needed to right. go to. So they were able to do whatever they wished with how they um, auctioned or silent raffled or however it was done. And then they can do whatever they want with that money as well. Okay. Um, the awesome. winners are able, the people who ended up with the pieces are able to come down and get an appraisal for that so that they can get that properly insured as well. So okay. they all had different features um, that were benefits for everyone involved. That's awesome. I mean, definitely people could raise a lot of money doing that. Yeah. yeah. So obviously there was uh, quite a few pieces, you know, about 17 different yeah. pieces you guys made. Um, what were you guys' favorite? I mean, I know that's like asking who's your favorite kid. But what kind of piece did you guys enjoy? Yeah, my favorite piece was um, a piece that the Convivium actually ended up winning. It was a Gnome Carver custom set, and Gnome Carver is one of our amazing designer um, engagement ring lines. Okay. So he created two pieces that had never been really made before um, and donated them to this event. So that was a really cool feature, but it was a beautiful pendant and ring set yellow gold blue topaz so it was really good contrast there okay. was a diamond halo it was a beautiful everyday wear piece and the convivium actually raffled it off and during like a mother's day brunch thing oh wow and so it was a really good way for them to raise money and it was a beautiful piece i'm sure everyone really wanted to win right. that oh for sure and it's also raising awareness i mean the events and, and the ways they use this mm -hmm. and and why we did it in this fashion with the local nonprofits was to to push the um uh, the publicity to right. the charity, you know, so you get the piece, you know, you get people who are fans to vote, you get people then at the events to do it. So it was, it was moving more attention to them. Right. And, um, you know, we, we did more diamond pieces this time. I, I can say I, I had no favorites because I did like them all. Right. Um, you know, I had my hands on many of them and, and, and doing it and it's, it's difficult to say, well, it was, it was this guy, but, um, it was it was neat to see the response and and we just found that other than you know a few colored stone pieces that we wanted to tie in and have some contrasting colors, everyone loves diamonds. So that was a that yeah, was a, a big safe, part it's of a it. Safe it's play, a safe bet. Right? Like, safe bet. If you don't like diamonds, you're not human. Right. We we wanted to make sure that the piece was and able for them to get at least close to the value of the piece, if not more. Yeah. So we wanted to be sure that those pieces were something that 
their audience would enjoy. Sure. Now, we kind of paired up like organizations together to kind of hope that the audience were kind of in the same realm right. so that it wasn't two different organ, you know, two somebody that's maybe a little bit smaller versus somebody a little bit larger and it's not really a fair fight right. then. So we tried really hard to make it as fair but also as competitive as we can make it. All right. No, I mean, it sounds awesome. I don't see why anyone would be dissatisfied with no. you yeah. know, Charities love that. it. They love yeah. it. Especially that we bring in more attention to them, to their cause, because it's probably some probably some of those organizations' biggest thing they've ever auctioned off, I would assume, you know? Yeah. Or, that, or one chunk of money, you know, besides yes. like a private donation. You know? Yeah. I mean, other than tickets to like a Hawkeye game, um, right. this was a, a big ticket item for a majority of them. So it was... It was really rewarding. It was my first year working at McCoy's, and it was probably one of my favorite things each month to kind of have my hands on and be a part of. Right. Um, I loved meeting the representatives from all the nonprofits and hearing more about their story and, like, seeing the community just love what we were doing. That's awesome. And I'm yeah. assuming you guys got pictures of all the, the, yeah, the donations? Yeah, everything is on, I think, our both our Facebook page and our website. Yes. We'll be talking about some of the organization and links back to the organization. For sure. So people can learn more about them. Right, because, I mean, yeah. these organizations, this isn't the one thing they do once a year. They're obviously raising money yep. 24-7, 365, you yeah. know. Yeah. And so, yeah, we'll definitely uh, find a link for those and put that in the show notes. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, so I've also heard that... Um, so obviously, you know, something when people go to like the bigger jewelers, you know, inside the malls and whatever, which is fine. Obviously, you guys would prefer, but they're mostly setting their stuff out for repairs and work and all that stuff. You guys do everything in-house, right? Pretty much? Yeah, we do. Um, we have uh, on-site jewelers and um, all the equipment. So we do fabrication, casting, stone setting, repairs. I mean, in general, a piece goes as far as about four feet. You know, okay. crosses the counter, the benches right. are right up front. We, we have our, our store basically situated where um, all of our workbenches and, and our casting is all done in the front. So it's a bit of a show. Sure. I mean, people get to see it happening. We have uh, windows and, and many times we have people linger outside and inside. I mean, just watching us um, repair with torches and, and, and hammer on things and, and see the actual crafted process. Right. You know, I mean, it's a bit like Seven Hills that you have, you know, you're... Uh, all your brewing equipment, you know, mm-hmm. really visible and seeing the brewers and, and it's that local touch and that like people actually do this, right. you know, it's not just being imported in from out of the country and mass manufactured and, you know, all the processes that make things cheap sure. don't necessarily make them well. Right, exactly. Well, and plus, never have to get lost in the mail. Yeah. You know, like I got lost in the four feet drive across. Yeah. The, Correct. <laughs> across We've the done half a dozen rings in, in, in the past few years, all from projects like that where people have gone somewhere and something was lost or destroyed or damaged. So it's 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 a very difficult thing for someone. I, in general, bridal jewelry is very emotional. Right. I mean, it's it's uh, a very symbolic piece of jewelry. Right, and for sure. to have it lost or damaged, it's a big deal. So, right. I mean, we, we take it seriously, but we really enjoy that local aspect of, like, when you come in, you're, you're dealing with the owners. You're dealing right. with people who are working on it. In general, the person that talks to you about uh, the repair is the person doing the repair. Right. You know, it's not shuffled off to a department, mailed off to a some repair center. It's it's done right here. That's awesome. And then, yeah. 40, this is your 46th year, you said, right? Yeah. Yep. And was it your parents or grandparents? It was, it was my father that, uh, that founded the business back in 1973. Okay. So, um, he... Uh, had had this unusual thought. I mean, all of his his brothers and family members went into medicine in one way, shape, or form, 
and he he really loved the aspect of jewelry. Right on. And uh, he went right into an apprenticeship at uh, local jewelers, and then began as he learned more. Um, he he worked in a few places, even out in Waterloo, um, okay. and then eventually. Uh, rented a location, eventually bought the building, and it's where we still are today. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. to see a local community business last that long is, yeah. you know, it's kind of hard to say it anymore, you know? I mean, usually they're around for a couple of years, depending on what they are, but to, to last that long, just seeing a, you would think of a very competitive market in jewelry, you know, like for rings and, and other yeah. things. It's, it's getting even more competitive with online um, yeah. people, um, vendors, and brands. Right coming out um, and it's just making us be more aware of having that personal and local experience. People recognize us from our social media and our website and they put a name to the face and then they work with us directly all the time and it makes it so that they feel like they're a part of our family which is something that is really what helps keep our doors open and For keeps sure. people coming in. There's never a slow day at McCoy Jewelers. So. That's awesome. I mean, it keeps that personal customer experience like yeah. hand in hand. I mean, because anyone can go buy anything online pretty much. Yeah. But I guess another advantage coming to you guys is you guys give out beer, right? Yeah. We do. We have, in fact, Seven Hills on tap. <laughs> How did we uh, know Right now, that? It's, uh, it's a nice little segue there. Uh, we, have the, <laughs> we have the Lemony Winks, a nice little, you know, light, refreshing shandy. So when you're in, shopping for diamonds. Um, or just in the neighborhood, you, know, you can come on Snap in. Yeah. See you guys working on some stuff, designing some exactly. stuff out. Yeah, That's exactly. awesome. Well, awesome, guys. Well, thanks for uh, coming out, and we'll definitely put those links about uh, the charities that uh, won and what they did with it and some pictures of the jewelry and something. That'll be awesome. And I know you're always in charge. You're always doing little boomerangs and little yes. Facebook Lives and stuff. That's pretty awesome. So, awesome, guys. Well, thanks for coming out again. Thank you. Thank Cheers. you. Thanks for coming out again. Yes. Just to not spilling a third time. <laughs>